Okay, so here we go. Um, so we we uh, now are starting with the challenge of the fact that the world within which we live is also an Olam Gashmi, and as we said last time, that uh, you know this would correspond. The extreme version of this is Shibud Malchus, the where the environment is. Um, to a certain extent, antithetical to our to our values. So, so he says in those gimel the hamokom asher hu busocho gam hu humri v'chashuch. So the place itself is humri physical and dark. Number one, the place. Number two, v'kol hanim tsoyim shebo humrim. Everything that exists in it is also physical. And finally, v'ha'esik shall adam bo ubumlo'o yevsheh shi'ela esik humri v'gufani. So the involvement is physical. So he's listing over here three things: the the actual place itself, the, the space. The um, we've spoken about the concept of the mokom. The mokom is the is the environment. It's um, you know, is the, uh, the air that one breathes? It's uh, it's the not the thing that I'm necessarily directly involved with, but the but the 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 ambiance that surrounds me is uh, the the mokum itself. That's choshech. Then the the nimsoim, the players that are that are involved, means either other people that I interact with, other objects that I interact with. Um, I remember one year before Shana. This was first or second year after we were married, and and my wife had this um, lady suit that she wanted to wear for Shana. So she ironed it, and she took it out, and it was still all crinkled. And so she ironed it again, and it was still all crinkled. And like it, it became the symbol in our family for like. How the physical world is so stubbornly um, unconducive to what we want. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get prepare for Shana. I'm trying to look nice for Shana, and this suit just the crinkles just will not come out. Time and time again, this, this it just keeps it just will not straighten out the creases, right? So, so the world that we're involved with, it's 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 a physical world. Yeah, you're trying to, I don't know fix something in your house and the thing, the screw won't go in and it's stuck. And it's like, that's not how things work in the spiritual world. In the spiritual world, right, this is, uh, I mean, you know what they say, that uh, in theory, there's no difference between theory and practice. Right? But in, but obviously, but in practice, there's a big difference in theory and practice. So, so us guys sitting and we're learning and Okay, so you know, this is what you do, and then this is what you do, and that's what you do. Okay, it should be pretty smooth, and then everything you're involved in, this, the physical things, they, they, they break, they get stuck, they, they, you know, they stole out, like they, they, all these, all these things. So everything that we're involved with, all the nimsoyim, are all physical, and the asic, the thing that we're trying to accomplish with all of them, is also physical, right? You're trying to get get it to do something where which is physical, so. The point is that we are surrounded by physicality from inside, meaning we ourselves are essentially physical, from the environment, from the world, 
from everyone we interact with and from everything that we do. And that's that's the greatest challenge. It's it's literally you know the obviously the the Ramchal Misulsi Sharm uh, in his Musr Sefer spends a much longer time on this concept of the concept of shikha forgetfulness of being, of being involved with things that are you know day in and day out everything that we're dealing with is physical and yet we're somehow meant to stay connected to the spiritual. That's the challenge. That's the challenge of this world. Okay. Um, so that's in these three ways uh, and like he said before the man himself is physical and therefore the man has it's not like okay you know I'm here but I can just ignore all of it and I can just climb up to Mount Everest and become a, a Buddhist monk over there and uh, and ignore the world no I can't ignore the world because my children need food, right? I need food, my children need food, they need shelter, and uh, all these all these are real, genuine needs. What did you say for? Man, the, man, the man came to a baseball game and he forgot his glove. This is not, Josh, this is not a spectator sport. From what the Rosh Kol is saying, that this is even more shava to Avram Avinu that he was able to discover the fact that there is Rochnias inside of this world that looks so broken. Why specifically Avram Avinu? I mean, uh, everybody. I'm, I'm saying, but we give attribution to Avram Avinu to be able to discover it on his own, without any uh, without any guide, to be able to see it inside the physical world. It looks True. A lot, everything that we'd see around ourselves would be like this is. There, there, there is only physicality, and it's all going, as Jeff just said to me, it's all entropy. It doesn't look like it's any. It's going towards any type of central order. Mm-hmm. The, what is it, uh, Jeff? The third law, third law of thermodynamics. I, I can't remember anymore, but <laughs> it's one of them. Yes, everything goes to um, everything goes to a to a chaos lower state. towards chaos, right? Yeah, that that is a, that is a perspective of someone that doesn't understand uh, that that there's things beyond physical. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an analogy. You, you take you take a little a little bottle of black ink about this big, yeah, and then a holy Jewish soul sits down for about a year and takes that ink little by little, drop by drop, and puts it onto parchment. Right, and puts it in a very particular order. Now, in the meantime, he's burning lots of lots of calories while he's doing this. Over the course of the year, many um, many pounds of flour have been have been processed through the through the through the both the aerobic and the anaerobic uh, cycles, the Krebs cycle, and all those other wonderful things that we learned about. Right, and. Uh, so lots of entr- lots of lots of uh, entropy has been created, but but meantime what he did is he took this little bottle of ink and some animal hides and he wrote a safer Torah, and he brought he brought and that's the reverse entropy now. So, but that reverse entropy they have no way of, of weighing up, right? So all they're seeing is yeah that if the game is physical against physical, I'm eating food but I'm building bricks. I'm eating food I'm building bricks. So it takes me more. 
I have to break more energy than to make than to put together energy. Right, so that's that's going to be. But if we understand that a human being is capable, no matter how many cows it takes, and no matter how many pounds of flour it takes, to write a single Sefer Torah, the order of the world has been forever changed. Right now, there is a Dvar Hashem existing in this world. It's actually very apropos that we sidetracked into this because we're actually going to be talking about this very point uh, coming up very soon today, hopefully. So, yeah, so the third law of thermodynamics, I believe it is, uh, entropy, that's only true in an absolutely physical world. Once you introduce reverse entropy, as you called it, then uh, it's a totally different ballgame. We're, we're, we're winning, we're winning. The, the world is not becoming more chaotic, it's becoming more and more orderly every time that you do a mitzvah, every time that we learn Torah. Okay, so, I'm sorry? We are in Perak Dalad. Yes, Oz Gimel. Um, so, so we're saying that a person is not a uh, is not a meditating monk. You, you need food, you need shelter, your family needs to be taken care of, etc. So, therefore, man. Now, before we spoke about this, as it per- presents a problem unto itself, the fact that I the fact that I need clothes, the fact that those are things that I want, those are the things that I need. Absolutely, and not things that I can neglect. So those present a problem from the physicality of man himself. But now these things also cause me another problem, which is I have to make money in order, and his language is hone, one has to accumulate wealth, right, in order to be able to finance these basic human needs. So not only... So, meaning the fact that we need to eat is double trouble. Number one, I'm drawn towards food. I'm drawn towards physicality, which itself uh, takes a person away from spirituality, seemingly. But number two is I have to go and work. And that also um, is not a, a very spiritual activity, whether it be plowing a field or, you know, working in a, in, in a hospital or... Uh, or being a, a lawyer, or whatever it may be, right? So that's also doing seemingly uh, being involved in, in the physical world so that we can afford those re- very real uh, physical needs that we have, okay? Um, so so, so the, these are the challenges that a person has. So the person is thinking, like, what in the world is going on? Why would Hashem do such a thing to us? You know, struggle, you want to have a struggle, struggle, fine, you know, give me a struggle. But, uh, you know, to, to literally be um, assaulted from all sides, uh, to, be, to be inside of enemy camp, surrounded um, by physicality, what is the, um, what's the game plan over here? How is a person supposed to succeed, right? How is a person supposed to succeed? So one option that some human beings have taken is, listen, most people will fail miserably. They're going to just be involved absolutely in physical endeavors, but to make them, I guess, to uh, take away some of the guilt, they will finance some small percentage of their population to sit in a monastery of some sort, and those people will be involved in spiritual matters. Now, you know, I guess if you're in a BDF situation, meaning you're stuck this with this situation, you can't really do anything about it, so it may be better than nothing. But obviously we understand that Hashem created this world, so it can't be 
that for most people is going to be an automatic failure right there, you know, like dead upon arrival, right? So what is the solution, Josh? You, you've learned this already. No, because again, you can spend most of your day involved in, physic- in physical endeavors, right. right? So that's gonna end up a failure. Okay, so let's see, you bring you bring that up, right? You bring that physical stuff up. Oh, elevate it. okay. So, so here we go. Os Dalit says the says the, exactly like Josh is saying. Says the Ramchal, the the extremely wise divine plan is not to run away from physicality, but to turn it around and to use it for Avodah Hashem. Yeah? So, a person can, in, while being involved in the physical world, reach even greater levels of Shleimus by using the physical towards the spiritual. Now, he doesn't um, elaborate why it is that it's that it's uh, that it's necessarily greater. Nor does the Ramchal really delve the here why it is that Hashem made it planned this way, right? Meaning, why not put us into a neutral environment with not necessarily uh, without the fact that we are naturally physical, and then just have a draw one way, a draw another way, even fight, and um, we'll we'll oh. Josh, welcome. Uh, sorry I'm late. I was on a work call. No problem, no problem. I like the mustache. It's Scottish. Yeah, no, it was for work as well. And uh, oh. shaving it. My wife really hates it. The mustache is for work as well. Like, yeah, I want to hear about your job. Okay, are, you, are you a movie actor? Are you a- no. Was, <laughs> uh, like all the guys in November like grew a mustache. It was silly. Got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so, uh, so why, why is it indeed that the plan is to be surrounded by physicality, be involved in physicality, but then to use that physicality for Avodos Hashem? Why is that, why is that the plan? Well, it so, wasn't, it wasn't, right? Other Mauritian, wasn't, wasn't, weren't things kind of even, more even? Uh, as a result of... The, the was other Mauritian, did other Mauritian not eat food? No, he did, but it wasn't... Did he not need food? So does not mean that he had physical needs and that he was in a physical world? Yeah, but my understanding of it was he was was more uh, even... That could be. That could be. We're not talking about currently how hard or how easy things are. We're talking about that there is necessarily an involvement in the physical world. Okay? So... So one thing is, if the, if Avodos Hashem were to be entirely spiritual, not not involving the body, meaning Avodos Hashem is when a person you know meditates. That's that's a, that's you ask uh, you ask the the monks, right? The that's what they'll tell you. When you meditate, you contemplate the Buddhists. You contemplate very very lofty things. That's you're getting close to divine. Uh, wh- where the physical, no, that's a complete de- 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 detraction. So if that's the case, let me ask you a question. What halic 
is the body going to have in Olam Haba? Well, it was like the punching bag. It was like the evil enemy of the soul that was trying to get it to go and do bad things and like the soul managed to to beat up on it and to kind of subdue it and to tell it to be quiet and leave it alone so it can so it can be involved in spiritual matters right so what kind of, that, that's not a very beautiful painting of Olam Abba for half of who I am I mean, I'm comprised of on the Shama and the Guf spiritual and physical and if the goof is drawn after the physical, and the goof is involved, the goof itself is physical, and is drawn after physical, and it deals with exclusively with physical matters. So, if physical matters will be relegated entirely to the realm of uh, negative, to taiva, to lust, yearning uh, for for pleasure, and those types of things, and all good things are going to be spiritual, not physical in any sense or shape of the word. So then the body will have no chalik, no portion in Olam Abba, in, in, the, in, the, in the revelation of godliness in the world. So that, that would be, that would be a, a tragedy. I mean, you have to remember, the purpose of man in this world is to be kona his shleimus and thus get closer to Hashem. And so, so we can be Nizdabik in him. It received the ultimate good. And the body is not like this, some sort of a um, host, some sort of a shell, some sort of a suit that we kind of don't really need but have to wear, you know, like one of these uh, striped prison uh, uniforms, like, you know, the pr- prisoner things that you can't wait to get rid of. No, the body, that's you. That This is just as much as the shama is you, so the body is you. Because uh, remember, if it wouldn't be that way, I wouldn't be pulled the same way to the one or the other. I am made of both. Uh, a man is comprised of both soul and body. That's what that's what Ramchal told us back in the very beginning of Paragimel, right, last chapter. Right. So so therefore, this way, being that we're going to be using physical items, physical objects, to do mitzvahs. So that is going to come out that the mitzvahs were done. Now it's true, of course, the the thing that was more interested in doing mitzvahs, the thing that was pushing me to do mitzvahs, the, the, the drive, that came from the neshama, it's true. But, but the mitzvah was actually performed by the combination of soul and body. So then just like the, the two of them performed the mitzvah in combination... So, Hashem does not hold back the reward of any creature for the good that it done. So, the goof which did all these mitzvahs through all these years is going to have a very valid uh, portion in in, uh, in Olam Abba. That's that's one thing we can propose. Another thing, the Ramchal Dastvunus talks about a related topic. Um, I have to look around and see if he exactly addresses physicality itself. But there he's talking about in in, uh, in Das Tvunus, Simon Kufnun Ches, he's talking about that uh, Ra, evil itself, which Ra, he def- definitely does present it as an, just an extreme version of Kilkul, of, of breakages and uh, draw and, uh, and uh, being drawn towards physicality in, in a very extreme way. 
So the Ra, really, even though how ba- however bad it is, actually in the end acts to help bring about a greater good than if it wouldn't have been around, right? Because when even in spite of this very difficult predicament, and nonetheless a person ends up serving Hashem, that makes a much bigger Kiddush Hashem. It, it brings about that, wow, even these things that seem to be so distant from divine, even they are used for the divine. Even, even, they're, even there, uh, you know, the, the, the will of Hashem reaches. And, and that's being revealed through man as a tremendous chus, a tremendous merit for man to be able to, to, to do that. So, so, uh, so to overhear the physicality, it's one thing to serve Hashem in the spiritual realms. Okay, you know, that's, that's not so difficult to, um, you know, when a person is meditating to be very highly spiritual, that's not so difficult. When, when, when the children are all screaming and, and, and the wife drops a salad bowl on the floor and the whole thing smashes, then, to, then at that mo- p- moment to be spiritual and to be kind and to be sensitive and to, and to love your fellow like you love yourself, that's much more challenging. Right, so to can I can I ask a question going back one step uh, about the Ra? Um, I, 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 it, saying that that the Ra is helpful because it gives you more to overcome and therefore more good is done. Yep. Oh, just want to clarify. Yep. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So so there. So again. So so just like with the Ra, like Jeff just pointed out. Right, the, the greater the challenge, the greater revelation of light. Right, the greater the darkness, the greater revelation of light. So too with physicality itself, uh, to reveal that the will of Hashem is the true power. To reveal that in spiritual realms is pretty easy, pretty straightforward. Right, but to reveal that in the in the in the physical world is much more challenging and therefore much more rewarding, much much greater uh, kiddush Hashem that's done. So that's. Uh, Yes, this was the, the, the you're referring to right now in terms of what the body and the and the neshama are doing. These are in the most ideal state, meaning you're not having any like you're having kavana or you're doing it bizrizis or you're doing it with love to Hashem or these just mitzvahs. Okay, I'm doing it, and that's it. Um. So we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about that in Ozain, hope, hoping to get there today. But uh, obviously, Hakol Nidun Le'erachin, you know, everything is is relative. So, to whatever extent, he's gonna he's gonna tell us a very beautiful principle. It's a principle that literally, um, I'm just gonna jump the gun and say it. It's something that one should carry, like in his inner jacket pocket, and just pull it, pull out the card and like look at it every once in a while because it's so beautiful and so unbelievable. If you, if you look at Os Vav, uh, number six in, in, in your Derech Hashem, just to jump a little bit. So he says that, uh, that everything boils down to a very simple thing. That a person should, be, should try to turn towards Hashem in everything he does. And that, that's, the cho- that's the choice of life. Do, do I turn up? Do I look up towards Hashem? Or do I look down towards, towards physicality? And we'll talk about it more, but... So the more one does that, and like we spoke about in, in the Mesul Sisharim, in, in the Prokim and, and Zahirus, right? So he said that, uh, you know, just like 
on the greater scale, there's a mitzvah and there's an avera. But inside of every mitzvah, there's many, many sub-parts, and those sub-parts have more sub-parts, and some of those, you know, may not be so good, may not be fully fixed up. Maybe there's, it could be done better. Even in Avera, maybe, okay, but maybe it wasn't as bad as that, right? So that's what he spoke about, if you remember, Yosef. One has to not only be mefashfesh b'maisev, but also mimashmesh b'maisev. Mefashfesh means to search out one's actions, and mimashmesh b'maisev means to, to feel out your actions. So even if the action is a good action, but to feel around for any weaknesses, for any, for any imperfections, like a fabric, he said, right? Fabric... It could look like, look, I have a jacket, everything's fine. And I start feeling, it, oh, wait, there's, it's kind of gone thin over here. It's, it, there's, there's a weakness in the fabric over here. Right? So even in a mitzvah, it's possible, like you're saying, to feel out and say, oh, wait, over here, there was a, there was a, there was a, there was a lost opportunity in this part of the mitzvah. So you're right. But, but, this, but uh, we can so talk. I was asking is because it sounds like the, the initial thought that you're bringing up is that, or that we're discussing is that, there's tremendous scar to be gotten, yes. even without the, the like the proper way of doing it. I don't know. Because the decks stacked against you, we're, we're, we're spiritual beings in a physical world, so even just doing the mitzvah, it seems like one would get tremendous scar. Okay. Um, it's very hard. We don't know. We don't know... Uh, you know, like the Mesut Sharm again in 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 Zahirus talks about Perkiavos tells us we don't know the reward for different mitzvahs, we don't know how to weigh up the different challenges. Um, so the best plan is just to always always be striving for more and more and and and, and the greater closeness because that's what life is really about, right? Uh, like uh, like he like he just finished off Perkzayin Mesut Sharm, right? Uh, like a heart yearning for fresh streams of water, right? Uh, right? So to my soul yearns for Hashem. Is it, we we, we want to. That's that's what we're going for, right? So I hear that. Yeah, you know, that's one of the biggest difficulties for me because I know. No, that that wait, I thought that we, we live in a physical world and we naturally like the deck is stacked against us. So it's like okay, if I push myself even just a little bit, I'm already doing like a tremendous Great. amount. Great. Okay, you are. That's true. And the more and the more you realize more that enough. the Nevi says that for every mitzvah that we do, right? If we understood how great it is, and we understood how powerful it is and how transformative it is. The Yitzhahara could never get us, not for a minute. Right? Like, if you, if you understood that you're making a million dollars every time that you, like, do a mitzvah, every time that you up the kavana inside a mitzvah, every time that you, you know, intensify your energy in learning Torah, whatever it is, you make another million dollars, you'd never stop. Right? But it's only because we view these things as being trivial. As, okay, so what's the difference? Listen, I'm doing the mitzvah anyway, so why I have to also do that? I have to also, I have to, I have to, I have to. So, so then, then the Yitzhar can get us. But yeah, it, it's a tremendous thing to be able to overcome the physical world and to serve Hashem. And it's even more tremendous thing to do a little bit more. And it's even more tremendous thing to do a little bit more. Okay, so, um, so again, so so the tremendous. Uh, wisdom that Hashem put into the world 
is that he did put us into a physical world where the body is going to be a full-on partner because you can't do any mitzvahs without having a body. And, and, and yet the physicality, the very physicality, which seems to oppose our Avodos Hashem, is the same physicality that we're going to be using in our Avodos Hashem. And that's the, that's the tremendous wisdom that Hashem put into the world. Vzeki. Now, he, he, he says that um, Hashem put, as we spoke about before, a person has a lot of different aspects of us that we have to be fixed up. Uh, as a, if you take all of the cell together and you put us all like little jigsaw puzzle, you construct it all, that'll make up other Mauritian. That'll make up an entire single entity, like a, like a greater Adam, a greater man, take all of hum- all of Klaus, so put us all together, which is, by the way, of course, why Avas Yisrael is so important, and Chas Hashem, Sinas Chinam, hatred without a purpose to accomplish with it, is so, is so terrible, because it's like one arm, like, smacking at the other one for, for the fact that it's like, by accident, poked it, or even on purpose, poked it with a pen, like, so because the left arm poked the right arm with a pencil, now the right arm is going to start hammering away at it. It's all one entity, right? So, but this one entity has many, many different challenges. Every challenge you could imagine has to be faced over the course of human history and as a sum of all of the Jewish people. So, now, so that, now that's divided amongst every single person. Every person is going to take a little portion of that. Not just five, so everybody? Awesome. So you'll see, he's, he, he's going to talk about it. He's going to talk about it, the, the, the concept that initially it was Adam and all of his offspring, then after the hate of Adam uh there was a fall, and then whoever was going to make it kind of back up to the level of Avodos Hashem was going to kind of get to do that, and the only one that did was, was Avram Avinu. And, uh, and that which came from him, which was Yitzchak, and Big Yitzchak Yikar Lachazera, which is Yaakov. So they just continue on, but I mean, the rest of the world, what's there? You'll see. Uh, Don't worry, address it. Okay, so, so, um, so the point is that there's a lot of uh, many, many, many different challenges that we have to face as and therefore each one of us is going to get a different portion, which is usually referred to as mazel, right? This one has this type of mazel, this one has that type of mazel. And each one of us has to go through, and if you think about how many different scenarios you go through in your life, you're going to live, you know, person lives uh, 70, 80, maybe even 90 years, right? Uh, and in that time, like we spoke about, uh, for sure, we spoke about it in the Mesul Sharm. I don't remember. I don't remember if we spoke about it here or not. That in the in the in the Torah, the, every hour is divided into a thousand and eighty moments, regoyim, right? One thousand eighty regoyim. Uh, so, which is each one of those is an, also an independent challenge, a new perspective, a new angle that the diamond has to be polished at, right? And and each one of those, we're in a different state. Other people around us are different. The challenge is different. The siyata dishmaya that we have is different. So there's lots and lots and lots of different challenges and conditions that the world has. And all of those were tucked into Hashem determining what from the physical world, 
can be used and how. And by the way, that is to be summarized by the Shisha Sidre Mishnah. The six Sadar Mishnayas, also known as the Talmud, right, elaborating on it, is that's what tells you, right, what's kosher, what's not, a lulav, is this a lulav kosher, is this a lulav not kosher, right? What if it has a leaf like this? What if it's bent like that? What if it's, what about the eser? What about, what about the tefillin? What about this? What about that? If the, if the entire, the Shisha Sidre Mishnah is the sixth direction, uh, we live in a three-dimensional world. Now, three-dimensional world, a dimension is a, is an axis, right? For example, so one dimension is up to down, another dimension is right to left, another dimension is forward to back, right? Now, so it's, it can be referred to as three-dimensional. More often in Chazal, it's going to be referred to as six-directional. We live in a six-directional world. Three-dimensional, six-directional world. Right? One, two, three, four, five, six. So the six-directional world, um, it's not, no coincidence that there are six sudarim of Mishnayas, six orders of Mishnayas, dealing with every facet of the physical world and telling us how it all operates. Because without knowing how it operates, we, we don't know how to use the physical world properly in, in, the, in the way that it's meant to be used um, to, 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 to fix it up. Okay. So let's so let's read the, the end of this Dalad Vizeki Sam Yizbora Shmo Gvulos Visudarim La Adam Sashem put certain boundaries, certain definitions, Bitashmish, Shishtamish Baolam Ubriosov, the way that we can use the world, the way that we can use the physical world, Ubikavanish is Kamam and what we're supposed to think in order to properly use this item. Asher Bihishtamish Meham Haadam Beosam Hagvulum, Ubeosam Hasadorim, Ubeosa Hachana, Shetziva Boris Brok. When we do that, when we fulfill all these different conditions, again, some things sometimes they're some things are always not always not kosher to eat, some things are sometimes kosher to eat, some things are a mitzvah to eat only at certain times. Some things that it's a mitzvah to eat during certain times, it's an aver to eat at other times. Some things it's a mitzvah to wear at certain times, it's a aver to wear them at other times. Right? So all these all these conditions are all meant to relate man. So some things are mitzvah for certain people to eat, and aver for other people to eat. If you're a kohen, it's a mitzvah to eat truma. If you're a non-kohen, it's a, it's a big aver to eat truma. Uh, so all these all these conditions were built into the world, all so that man should be able to use these things to to grow. Uh, and and to and to elevate his condition. Now, uh, he says in this in this long paragraph, he says an interesting thing. He says this would have all been true if if not for the sin of Adam Rishon, and you know, man. Every time that we would use the physical world correctly, right? Adam Rishon was initially placed into the into the world to work it and to guard it. Those mitzvah, that's like the equivalent of mitzvah sase and mitzvah lo sase. Positive commandments and negative commandments. La'avdo, to work the garden. That's a positive commandment. 
l'shamro, to guard the garden. That's negative commandments, right? And then to partake from the fruit, mikol eats hagan ochel tochel, from every tree eat you shall eat, right? And from from uh, the eighth das tovra, you shall not eat. Um, and that's and uh, and if man would have done those those things, he would have elevated himself and would have elevated the world around him, like we've been discussing. Okay, but now that other Mauritian did sin, so as we know that that's not going to happen anymore. The body is not going to be purified. It's not going to be uplifted in this world until when? Who knows the answer? When is when is the final purif- purification going to happen? Six thousand. Okay. That's Josh's. Josh doesn't want to just give the answer. He wants to give you the, the date. It's not. It's not. It, he has to give you like. Okay, very good. Which what what happens then is Tchias Amesim, the resurrection of the dead, right? So with the, so when the body will be made anew and the soul will come back into the body, um, uh, then then all these all these zihu, uh, uh, all this all this. Uh, Purifications, transcendence, etc., will happen to the to the body, which already now here's the part that I want to focus on, which the body already kind of accomplished these these things to a certain extent in this world, right? As I want to read these, it's like the last line before we finish Oz Dalad. Okay, so if you can find the last line in Oz Dalad, and I'm trying to not read everything inside, so we can cover some ground or some things we do have to read. Lefi Shag Zerak Zura, but since the decree was made. You're not going to happen, um, you know, all at once. Like while a person is uh, does a mitzvah, boom, you, you 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 get a little bit more holy. You get a little bit more pure. Ach, I'll call upon him. Nonetheless, mitchazekes hanishama ba'atzma. The neshama does get stronger inside of itself. Vaguf mizdachech bekoach afal pi sheino nasa bepoil. The body is purified in potential, even though it doesn't happen in actual. Now, to me, those words are extremely problematic. What does it mean that the body is purified in potential, but not in actual? Purification is a state of potential or actual? Actual. If I told you that a merit... The body has merit. Okay, merit is something that I can have in a bank account, right? I, uh, you owe me. Remember that that time that I get? Yo, I, I have, I have, a, I have a merit with you, right? I have credit with you. Okay, so later on I get the credit. But zichuk purification. That means I'm, I'm changing. So I can say the body is changed in potential, but not in actual. That's the neshama. The body is purified in potential, but not in actual. What does that mean? How, how do you have how do you have a body that's purified in potential, but not in actual? So, so I want to read to you Elijah Chaim. I think that this this will help us to understand the maybe what the Ramchal means over here. He says. The cash, and this is, by the way, if anyone needs chizuk, like Yosef, we were talking about earlier, if we understood how great our mitzvahs are, right? We'd never, we'd never be lax in them. We'd never stop doing them. So says the Nevi the kasher yosim alav libo beis asiyas mitzvah. When a person sets his heart on doing a mitzvah, he's determined to do a mitzvah. He's about to execute a mitzvah. 
Yavin v'yargish b'nafsho, he will understand and feel inside of his soul, shehu misovev, that he is surrounded, umelubush, and enclosed, ke'es, at that moment, b'kedusha, with holiness, v'ruach noach, v'ruach nochon, and with a, with a fitting spirit, v'nishadesh, Nishadish uh, Bikirbo, which is rejuvenated, made new in his in his in his innards. So when a person decides to do a mitzvah and contemplates what that means, then then what happens is that a person is surrounded and enclosed with holiness, and with a and a new found spirit will be rejuvenated in his heart. These are two concepts. One is called the Or HaMakif, the, the surrounding light. That's to be surrounded with that holiness, with that Kedusha. And the other one is the Or Pnimi, the light that goes into the person and, and, and creates a new spirit inside of him. Okay? That's what happens when a person does a mitzvah. Um, now, what happens is as soon as a person finishes the mitzvah, all that leaves. So now we have an interesting thing. We have that a person momentarily, while doing a mitzvah, changes and becomes, to a certain extent, a servant of Hashem. If you think about it, what does it mean, this concept of zichuch? We've discussed before that the, the, the neshama was described in the very beginning of Perik... Um, was it beginning of Perik That the, he described that man is created with a, with a neshama, with a guf, a... Uh, a soul, a body, and the soul is uh, radiant and transparent, right? And the body is ahur, is um, is opaque, is uh, um, turbid, it's like a turbid liquid doesn't let through light. We spoke about it back then, I believe. Uh, does anybody remember discussing what it means that the body is is ahur, is is opaque? And what does it mean that the neshama is zahira and, and, and radiant? So we said, what, how, can a phys, how can a spiritual object such as a neshama be described as being radiant? It doesn't have, radiance is a, is a characteristic of light. Yeah? So, so the point is that um, radiance or transparency, tr- uh, translucence versus opaqueness is a difference between, if I look at this thing, do I see the revelation of the will of God or not? If you encounter an angel, you right away see that this is nothing but an expression of the will of Hashem. If you could see in the Shema, you'd, you'd, you'd say the same thing. You see a physical object and, and it obscures, it obfuscates that light. It hides that will, the divine will that that keeps it in existence. Nothing exists if not for the will of Hashem that it should continue to exist. And yet, the thing itself says, "I exist because of myself. I don't have a, I don't, I don't answer to anybody." Right, that, and that's true whether it be uh, a rock or a tree or an animal or even a, a physical body of a person. Right, so it it. It covers up that light, the light being the will of Hashem, which is which is 
powering its, its very existence. So now at the moment when a person is doing a mitzvah, actually we are not covering up that light. At the moment the person is doing a mitzvah, the person you're putting on your tefillin, you are, or the moment you're weighing your tefillin, you are fulfilling the will of Hashem. And so to a certain extent, it could be said that your body is revealing the divine light. Because it is doing the will of Hashem. Right? So therefore, that's a zikuch. Zikuch means, again, when you purify it, when you refine something, you allow the light to come through. Now in the future, we don't know exactly what it means. The analogy is as if the body becomes so transparent, it's just the soul is just shining through it. But those are analogies. Those are, those are words. It's not, we have no idea what it's going to look like physically. But what it means is that the body will be a perfect expression of the soul's desire to serve Hashem. That's what it's going to be. It's not going to cover it, block it, or make it difficult in any way. So at the moment that we do a mitzvah, we're also, at the moment that we're doing a mitzvah, we're also expressing that. But just when we stop doing the mitzvah, in this world, because there's of the sin of Adam Rishon, and the lack of the zikhu of the body that's supposed to happen, so it kind of goes away. Like we, we don't, The body goes back to its physical ways of just doing what it, kind of what it would like to do until the next mitzvah comes along. Um, so that's... But in potential, but it means, but since it did do that action, that acts as, a, so to speak, the potential that that, uh, that that's going to be uh, fully actualized and lived with indefinitely. Lasted level. Okay, that's we're o- already a few minutes over time. So anyone has to go, you could go. Jeff has a question. Yeah. It, it, so, so is there a role for mitzvahs after the Pesach Mason? Nope. It's done. You're, you're, you're That's right it. Job over. Job over. Retirement. Retirement? How do you spend the time? Hashem. Rejoicing, rejoicing in one's closeness to Hashem. Ever going to We call it Yeah, Hashpah of goodness. The closeness to Hashem. Exactly.